Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast, a ministry of Northbridge Church. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We're continuing today through the Gospel Project, and we are in day five, Luke chapter 17, verses 22 through 37. This is in unit 22, session one. And so we're working our way through the Gospel of Luke in the text But we're taking some time to refocus on the Dig and Discover Bible Study Principles. And today's principle of structure is really important. Every particular um, uh, place in Scripture, unit in Scripture, has a structure. Um, So what what does structure mean? Let's give a definition to this. Structure refers to the unit of thought arranged in a specific way to accomplish the author's purpose. Um, So it is the unit or units of thought arranged in a specific way to accomplish the author's purpose. Uh, perhaps when you um, notice that when I'm preaching, I have a put some points, um, so I will make some particular points in a in a message. and And those points are are different, and and they're they're different in the sense that um, every message is different. But there's sometimes when when we're preaching, um, we'll preach and we'll say these are the two points uh, of the particular text so they the the points uh, direct us towards that main idea of that unit sometimes there is there's really just there's a story with a point so there's a narrative with an arc and it has one point and when you're telling a story it's it's a lot more difficult to break it down into sections like um, it a story has a flow and it flows together so we're going to talk about genre because genre does um, determine how we look at particular units of thought uh, a poem in its units of thought is not the same as a narrative and um, and a narrative is not the same as an epistle. Um, so th- those are particular um, different kinds of literature that affect the structure. Um, but when we think of structure, you think of a bridge, and when they're building a bridge, they're going to sink those pylons down into the, the in, in Michigan, we have all fresh water, so down into the lake, and down into the lake, um, into the water, and into the bedrock down into the lake. And then they're going to suspend the bridge um, on those particular pylons. And so those are the units of thought. And a bridge has a purpose, right? We're going from one side of Lake Michigan to the other side of Lake Michigan across the bridge, if we're talking about the Mackinac Bridge. And um, so it, it has this units of thought. Those are the, the, that structure that accomplishes the author's purpose and a car drives across that bridge. And there's those suspension cables. Those are the, the smaller ideas that are helping hold up these larger units of thought so that we can get from one side to another. So how, how this works is the writer uses a structure that fits the particular genre of literature. And so genre influences the way we approach structure and some elements of structure are common in all genres. 
um, but some are not. And so we have particular units of thought in this. Um, it's a portion of material had, held together by a unit. So um, you'll notice this as you read down through Scripture that uh, Paul especially will give like these things and he'll say because or for, and now he's saying, I, I told you this, for and and so that's that's indicating a structural um, um, notation that there is reason to this and so um, there how the the words fit together in units of thought indicate that particular structure you can recognize the design and development of structure by looking for patterns repetitions progressions contrast or comparison transitions summary statements climax and resolution, commands, questions asked and answered, a change of speaker, a time, a location, or a scene change. Um, so just like in a play, a scene will change, and that could be the structure. You have that in like the book of Ruth, where the scene tends to change, and you can notice that there, the structure um, hinges on those scene changes, or if somebody's speaking, and then it focuses on someone else speaking or speaking in reply. So you can ask, how does the passage begin and end? You'll hear me talk about this oftentimes in the bookends or the top and tail of a passage. Because sometimes the beginning starts the same way that it ends, and there's there's ideas in the middle that connect and develop the author's thoughts. And so you would have those kinds of things, and it shapes the structure. And what this does is accomplishes the author's purpose. The author is intentionally choosing a particular structure, and he's intentionally choosing particular supports. So this is important because embedded in the genre, it leads us down the path of the author's message, and we want to understand what the author's message is. That message is going to be on the line. So we're going to use asking good questions and an understanding of genre that we'll get to to distinguish the parts from the whole that emphasize the main idea so that we understand how these parts of the passage shape the author's message and what he is communicating to the, to us. And this just brings clarity and confidence to our Bible study um, that we know what the text is saying. And that's the goal. Um, the goal is every time you open God's word, that you read it, that you become more familiar with it. And that you know what it is, you know what's in there, you know what the message is, and you begin to apply that transforming message to your life. God bless. Mm-hmm.